0: Former President Donald Trump, never one to shy away from the spotlight, issued a bold warning declaring that those who support his Republican rival, Nikki Haley, will face consequences. Well, to help us unpack the implications and delve into the broader context of this statement, we're joined today by Eugene Scott, he's senior politics reporter for Axios. Eugene, good morning. Good morning. What's your initial intake on this warning from Trump? I mean, Nikki Haley should have been fundraising off of it
1: yeah I mean we have seen uh the former president uh, behave in ways to communicate that he really believes that he is the only person who should be uh competing right now despite all of the challenges legally uh and otherwise that suggest that he uh, is not the best person for the job uh Nikki Haley's trying to take advantage of that and and perhaps has at times but it hasn't really translated into her. Uh, experiencing a significant jump in support mm-hmm. uh, from voters. And so it'll be interesting to see what moves both of them make moving forward.
2: Um, the Trump campaign, Trump himself wants to be the only one moving forward, but they rejected the draft RNC resolution to declare him the presumptive nominee.
1: Yeah, that was actually uh, surprising. I mean, there's been a lot of pushback on uh, Ronald McDaniel in terms of uh criticism that she is not remaining as neutral as uh, some supporters of Haley or, quite frankly, anyone but Trump uh, would like. Uh, And I think Trump's refusal to declare what some would call prematurely uh, suggests that his team is giving voters a fair chance uh, to choose a nominee, which is more likely going to be him, without it having an asterisk beside it.
0: You know, Eugene, the Trump folks were saying that they were going to win uh, New Hampshire by 20 or 30 points. They didn't. I mean, he he won by 11 uh, points in New Hampshire. But did that spook him a little bit? I mean, her decision to stay in the race seemed to kind of rile him up.
1: You know, it should have. I mean, even when you go back to Iowa, uh, Trump won only by more than, slightly more than 50%, which, you know, yeah. like Trump, I thought he was going to do better than he did. And while once, Some may say a win is a win. To me, the fact that at least half of the people in Iowa and a large percentage of people in the Republican uh, primary in New Hampshire, as you have noted, have made it very clear that they don't want Trump. So that uh, has to hurt his team a bit in terms of how they're perceiving themselves with their party.
2: And— Six in 10 independents in New Hampshire voted for Nikki. She's saying that proves that she could do better in a general election. Is Trump hurting himself with some of these tweets going after her character and sort of calling her bird brain and her name, her Indian descent?
1: Of course. I mean, the reality is uh, Trump hasn't done well with independents since maybe 2016. And the fact that he is continuing to behave in ways that push them away is certainly not drawing them near uh, the reality is there are some conservatives who uh, would like to see a conservative administration but don't want it to come with everything that comes with the former president.
0: You know, Eugene, uh, Nikki Haley has raised uh, a million dollars. She raised a million dollars like 24 hours since oh, past the uh, New Hampshire primary. and But you've been hearing of some of the big donors kind of maybe pulling back a little bit. So, like, negative headlines about donors dropping her, could that, like, dent her momentum and the ability to keep raising funds to the same campaign?
1: Absolutely. I mean, word of mouth when it comes to giving uh, it's important. You see big donors step away, other big donors step away, and then smaller donors step away. And these campaigns need funds to keep going, and every dollar counts. And so when those headlines make it to the masses, it's not serving Haley well.
0: And what what's your thought Eugene on uh Senator Tim Scott's endorsement of Trump over uh the woman who appointed him senator and got his really his political career going? I mean, do you think he's just openly vying to get uh that VP uh nod on the Trump ticket?
1: Yes. The short answer is yes. I'm sure he's incredibly thankful to Nikki Haley for giving him an opportunity to take his local career to Washington. But for it to go from Washington to the Oval Office, he has to look towards Trump. And that's what he's doing.
2: Uh, Let's switch gears to the Senate and what is going on with the immigration bill that's tied with Ukraine. Do you think a vote happens and it moves to the House?
1: Uh, Well, it's interesting that you say that. I was actually talking to some uh, aides and senior leadership uh, for a Republican in the House, and they were, even yesterday, just weren't certain as of now where things stand. Things are really up in the air in terms of how to move forward on this border deal. Uh, There's a lot of uh, confusion and disagreement, even within the GOP. And so until that's figured out, uh, a plan to move forward isn't clear.
0: You know, yesterday uh, Trump uh, ramped up his criticism um, of the potential uh, compromise they are writing in those lengthy posts on his Truth Social that it would be meaningless in terms of border security and another gift to the radical left Democrats, uh, you know, for Biden. So it seems like to me this is becoming more political than policy. They want the border to be, you know, uh, taken care of, but it's like he wants to keep it uh, open so he can run on this and doesn't want to give uh, the current president any type of uh, room to uh, celebrate a win if they were to come together and have a vote on this.
1: Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that uh, really has helped catapult Trump to the top of the polls among most popular Republicans, not just now, but even previously, was just quite frankly how divisive he is on this issue in particular. Uh, If Biden is able to convince Democrats to come to the table and work out something uh, that could look slightly victorious for him, that will, you know, deflate Trump's balloon in this topic.
2: And we don't know the details of what's being discussed, right? Nothing's come out.
1: Not really. But what you um, would guess uh, has been on the table, uh, you know, border walls, uh, getting rid of asylum, some of these talking points that some of the most far right conservatives have required uh, be considered in this discussion.
0: Um. What about uh, Mitch McConnell? He seemed to be, you know, really, you know, for getting this bipartisan deal done until, uh, you know, Trump said it's meaningless and it's almost like he's kind of pulling back. Uh, What do you think will happen with him and and, and being able to pull his people back uh, to this agreement?
1: Well, you know, anyone who's been paying attention to Mitch McConnell and the former president since uh, Donald Trump got to Washington, have, has learned that they actually have a difficult time getting on the same page when it comes to key policy issues for a host of reasons. But ultimately, uh, the, the leader of the Republicans in the Senate does have to take some cues from who will be uh, the nominee. And right now it's looking like Trump. And so Mitch McConnell cannot move forward uh, with his party, considering how many of them actually support what Trump wants to do, no matter how hard he may try.
0: Eugene Scott, senior politics reporter for Axios. We will keep a close eye on how this unfolds, and we thank you for joining us this morning on JR Morning. Have a great weekend. Thanks for having me. Well, coming up, uh, Lomas Brown will be here. Uh, he is the color analyst for the Detroit Lions Radio Network and host of WJR Sports Rap at 6 o'clock. We are getting ready for the 49ers on Sunday, and I'm sure Lowe has something to say.